Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5, and then I tell you to get it or shred it. This week I'm reading The Department of Truth, number 1, published in 2020 by Image Comics. A little bit of background information as usual. This is the latest work by James Tinian IV, which actually now I think it's pronounced Tinian, after his smash success of Something is Killing the Children at All. Here is his latest work over at Image Comics. I had talked about this book months ago on my YouTube series, New Comics Coming Soon, where I tell you about the comics you need to pre-order before they hit the shelves. I didn't follow my own advice, and I didn't pre-order this book and I'm kicking myself for not doing so. I did manage to get the second printing, because the first printing is sold out. Every issue has sold out so far. There's been three issues as of this podcast. And I managed to get second printing of the first issue, first printing of the second. I wasn't able to get the third, the third issue, but now at my shop I've got the fourth issues going forward. There have been many hot series in 2020, a lot of independent books... Image is doing a great job with this comic renaissance during the pandemic of publishing a variety of creator-owned comic books. People feared that after the end of The Walking Dead, what else do we have at Image? We have so many great things at Image. This is the latest book to check out, so let's talk about it. The Department of Truth, number one. First of all, the cover cover artist is Martin Simmons. Letterer is Aditya Bidikar. Designer is Dylan Todd. The cover, and there are many multiple covers and even some secret variant covers that are worth big bucks. But I got the regular cover, the JFK cover. This cover is amazing. This aesthetic is amazing. It is this weird, scratchy, found object, assemblage, collage type of cover. It's a couple of photos of John F. Kennedy. One inverted, one right side up. The one that is right side up has his eyes crossed out with blue X's. Oh, and the whole thing is in monochrome, red and white. We have like pieces of time codes, Zapruder frames perhaps. We have stamped faded logos. We have black bars as if things were redacted. This cover gives you a sense of secrecy, conspiracy theories, hidden knowledge. Knowledge that we'll have to kill you if we tell you. And it gives me an amazing vibe. It reminds me of Dave McKean-style covers from, from Neil Gaiman's Sandman book. This collage, found object type of art with weird abstractions and scratchiness and surrealism. It reminds me of Mirren Kim's work on the X-Files series over at Topps Comics in the 90s. Again... Found object, assemblage, collage, 
weird, edgy, off-putting, amazing covers. I have issues one and two so far, and just as a quick aside, issue number two has another president, Ronald Reagan, with the vertical and the inverted motif again. The vertical, the right side up art, has devil horns written, drawn all over Reagan, which, well, if you do notice, Ronald Wilson Reagan 666. Plus, he also was a devilish traitor. Anyway, these motifs carry out on all of the covers, and if you look up any of the hidden covers, they are quite a trip, especially the baby-eating cover, Nuff said. Covers are a 5 out of 5. They are some of the most unique things at the stands, and they are intricate, grotesque little works of art. The interior art is exactly the same. Surreal, impressionistic, expressionistic, gross, grotesque, scratchy art by Simmons and Bidikar. It's realistic, dreamy at the same time. The opening montage is a rapid succession of nine panels for three pages straight, with Lee Harvey Oswald at the center of it all. We get a double-page splash of Washington, the capital, in very abstract, jagged, violent, painterly strokes focused on red tones. We meet the main character, Cole, who is brought to a government facility and he's being infiltrated and he's worried that he's going to get killed. Two men in black talk to him about conspiracy theories, but we'll get to the plot in a moment. The art is amazing. It's a five and a half out of five. It's like the cover, but in narrative format. I can't stop looking at this art. There is a close-up of a reflection in Cole's eyes of a couple of rich elites with twisted expressions, pure avarice and hatred on their faces. The plot is by James Tinian IV, which, again, actually, I guess it's James Tinian, because there's a note of his Tiny Onion Studios. Tiny Onion. Tinian. Tinian. I... I guess I'm going to have to get used to saying James Tinian. I was so used to saying James Tinian, but still the fourth part. James Tinian IV. Anyway, it's by it's written by him. And it is a very dense book because it has to set up something that happened in 1963, something that is happening now. It has to walk the line with our current reality and an alternate reality. In this world, conspiracy theories are true, all of them. The Flatter Society, the Reptilians, the JFK assassination, everything that we've heard as underground, whispered, half-truths, and rantings of mouth-breathing basement dwellers and Trump voters is true. Why that is true, I will not reveal. But suffice it to say, it feels plausible in a, in, in a fantasy realm. So the main character, Cole, is brought in by two black-clad government agents. They interview him about what he knows about conspiracies. Here's my own rant right here. Let's stop calling them conspiracy theories. A theory, a scientific theory, is a measurable, 
experimentable, provable or disprovable hypothesis. That is the definition of a theory. The theory of gravity, which can be measured and disproven and proven, etc. Let's not give credence to conspiracy theories. They're all fake rants by unhinged individuals and bad actors that want to control society. We need a better name for it. I, I'm, I've been calling them conspiracy rants. But maybe it doesn't really fall off the tongue. We've got conspiracy theories so in the zeitgeist that we're not going to change it, but help me along with it. Let's call them something else. Conspiracy rants, conspiracy babblings. Let's think of a way to put down the people that believe in these things. They're holding back society. Anyway, all these conspiracies are, are true. And Cole is being recruited to the Department of Truth. You'll have to read it yourself for all of the details. The mystery woman, this revelation, that revelation. Cole's journey through it at this point in the final page. I love that reveal. I won't spoil it. Plus, of course, the art that really couples with it. So this is, this is great. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5 for the plot. That final reveal plot-wise, I loved it. And so the enjoyability factor, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 5. That is no conspiracy. It is my rating scale. I've enjoyed the plot a lot. It's very dense, very detailed. The art is amazing, as I've said. Even if you only read issue number one, it is a self-contained story, I believe, that really works. But it wants you to keep coming back for more. I've read issue number two, and it is another fascinating, grotesque look at conspiracy rants. The nature of memory and what hides in the shadows. I need to get a copy of issue number three. They were all sold out at all my local shops. Hopefully they do a second printing, but I'm on board with issue number four and forward. So get it or shred it. Get it, read it, memorize it, and then shred it. We don't want them to know that you read it. As a matter of fact, after you listen to this podcast, delete it. Wait, what's that sound? Haha, you thought they got me. Anyway, this week I read The Department of Truth, number one, second printing, published in 2020 by Image Comics. This has been the weekly VM Campos comic book club, and I'll see you next week. Probably. <laughs>